0: Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where
1: BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McLean. What's
2: up, my friends? Lauren McLean here with Cleon Wall, and we're doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. Here's what's coming up on the show today. They're signed, sealed, and will be delivered to BYU for spring football camp. Which recent signee gives us the most hope headed into the Power 5 world? Plus, Men's golf Keanu Aquina tells us why he turned down a basketball scholarship at NYU to walk onto BYU's golf team. But first, the Big 12 Conference released its 2023 football schedule. Which of the away games would we be willing to spend the most money on? Cleon, which football game in your BYU fandom memory did you spend the most money on to watch?
1: Well, I'm a cheapskate, so this one was <laughs> this one was real easy for me because in reality, Lauren, I, I haven't paid for a lot of games. And so... <laughs> Uh, I do remember, too, that I did pay for it. Uh, The first one, probably the most expensive, I went to the 1998 WAC Championship in Las Vegas. I was living there, working for a TV station there. I convinced my parents, let's go. I paid for my own ticket. It was a sunny day. It was cold outside. I actually worked at a TV station, as I said, and I worked overnights. And so I got off work that morning try to keep myself awake and I wake to the WAC championship game and BYU played Air Force and I thought oh they're going to win. Yeah, they didn't win. B- uh, BYU <laughs> lost 20 to 13. Uh it was an Air Force type game if you remember what it was like when BYU played, you know, played Air Force eons and eons ago and I was just so disappointed. Uh the other one would have been back in like 1990 when I was in high school and I lived in Oregon and I went up to the BYU-University of Oregon game and I don't know what I paid for those tickets, but they gave me a deal if I bought tickets to another game and they said, we'll make your tickets cheaper. So I bought tickets to the BYU-Oregon game and then I got tickets to the University of Oregon-Arizona State game. And I took my girlfriend with me at that time to that game and I don't think she was interested in football at all. But anyway... (laughs) (laughs) As you can see, I haven't spent a lot of money on tickets to BYU uh, outings, so there you go. Those are my two that I remember the most.
2: Well, we're going to talk about which games we would spend money on. Let's talk about the schedule real quick. Conference home games, Cincinnati, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Oklahoma. The away games are Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma State, TCU, and West Virginia. The non-conference games, Sam Houston, SUU, Arkansas, all three of those to start the season. All right, in your football budget, you have money to go to these five games. You have $1,500 for one game, $1,250 for the second, $1,000 for the third, $750 for the fourth, and then $500 for your very last. Cleon, tell me which one you're going to spend $1,500 on.
1: Okay, and I think we should go back and forth. I think we have the same first one, okay? Yep. Texas, Mm -hmm. okay? I want to go to Royal Stadium. I want to see 100,000 fans in the stands. Austin's a great city. And it's the University of Texas. Texas is a big name. Even when they're not good, it's Texas. Maybe I'll see Matthew McConaughey on the sidelines, and he'll give me an all right, all right, <laughs> all, all right, right. All right, all right, all right. Maybe, I will get to see Bevo. So, yes, I, I want to go. And this might be the only time that BYU plays them as conference foes. Probably not going to play them ever again unless these two ga- two teams are in a bowl game. So, Texas is number one. That's who I'd spend the most. That's what. That's the game I'd spend the most money on.
2: Yep. Longhorns all the way. Steve Sarkeesian, third year as head coach, and I just love that storyline. As a former BYU guy, and it'd be really fun. A it really, it's got to be a cool opportunity for him, honestly. Having BYU come to that stadium as well, I think BYU has a chance to beat Texas. I think that's why that's one of the <laughs> top games. I would like to go see on the away schedule. Uh, they finished in the top twenty-five last season, like you mentioned. Texas Memorial Stadium fits over one hundred thousand fans. I've never been in a stadium like that. In um, my whole time as a college football fan, I would love to do it. And lest we forget, three touchdowns from Taysom Hill in 2014 was their very last meeting in that stadium. So let's see something like that again in Texas. I love it. All right. What are you going to spend uh twelve fifty on?
1: Well, I'm going back to the Lone Star State. It's okay. got to be TCU. Yep. In some ways, I want to put this number one because of how good they were last uh-huh, season. Uh-huh. Second reason I want to do it is because... BYU and TCU have a history. They used to be WAC members together. They used to be in the Mountain West together. Uh, They've had some good games. Um, You know, it's a resurgent team under a new coaching staff. They just expanded their east side that made it really nice and new. Uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area in October, mid to late October, sounds pretty nice. Go play some golf. Go get some good barbecue. (laughs) Hey, actor Luke Wilson, maybe he'll show up to the game. You know, that'd You're be nice. The or, actors. or or maybe Owen Wilson will show up to the game with his brother. Uh yeah, Luke is a uh he, he's an alum. I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh if if, if a famous horned horn frog was gonna be there, I, I think I'd rather see Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh so, there you
2: go. what about Andy Dalton?
1: Nah, Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs>
2: Well, I have TCU as well. National title runner-ups in their home stadium in Fort Worth. That sounds like a recipe for disaster for the BYU Cougars. (laughs) But also exciting, right? I mean, like, because you never know. Honestly, when you look at it, you're like, whoa, BYU is probably going to get destroyed in this game. So I don't know. (laughs) come on. I don't know if I want to spend all that money on this game. But uh, it could be something incredible. You never know. They were undefeated in conference play last year, Cleon. But I do love that they were old Mount Wentz Conference foes. They were old whack foes, like you said. So that's going to be an interesting game. All right. You got $1,000 for number 3.
1: I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Okay. Okay. It's it's the last game of the season. The the, the thing that draws me away from Oklahoma State is it's the last game of the season. Yeah. And it's going to be cold in Stillwater, Oklahoma. But I want to see how both teams finish up this season. Uh, This team is usually, meaning the Cowboys, are one of the best in the Big 12, even though they finished last season pretty, it was pretty pathetic end of the season for them. I want to see Boone Pickens Stadium, uh, especially if I can get lower bowl tickets. I mean, the fans are right next to the field. I mean, they are so <laughs> close. Uh, if you sit on the OSU side, maybe I'll get to see Mike Gundy. Maybe he'll wave at me and say, I'm a man. I'm 40, even though I know he's over 40 now. Uh, by the way, if you don't know what that is, go look it up on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> may you get to see the Mike Gundy mullet. Uh you know, downside, Stillwater, Oklahoma, over Thanksgiving, maybe I could find a good smoked or deep-fried turkey near there. Yeah. If absolutely. I want to get out of the cold, though, I could go see the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, which is in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Wow. Are you a fan? Really? No. But <laughs> it's there, and it's a Hall of Fame, so why not go see it? And maybe I'll get to see notable alum Garth Brooks. Yes. Uh, maybe he okay. show up for the Oklahoma State BYU game.
2: Well, now I regret... My number three, because you mentioned Garth Brooks, <laughs> who I'm a huge fan of. Uh, my number three for $1,000 is Kansas. It's going to be the Big 12 opener.
1: Would you sing Carry On My Wayward Son? No, that's that's win. the band, Kansas. Never mind. That's Go ahead. a great
2: song, though. Uh, it's the Big 12 opener. They had a decent season last year. They beat Arkansas in triple overtime in the Liberty Bowl. It was their first bowl win since 2008. They haven't been great. Really, Kansas and football. I mean, obviously basketball is, is their sport, but they got better. They were they were kind of making a name for themselves last year. And I just think the Big 12 opener is going to have so much excitement behind it. So it almost doesn't matter to me where it is. It's just like, all right, we've arrived. We're doing it. We're in the Big 12, and this is the first game. So that's why I picked Kansas. Uh K-750. What are you going to spend it on?
1: West Virginia.
2: You picked West Virginia over Kansas.
1: I did pick West Virginia over Kansas. Hit me me with your reasons. Now, I might need to have tickets gifted to me for this game uh, (laughs) because it may take all $750 just to get to the game. So true. You have to fly into Pittsburgh, or if you want to go farther away, you might fly into Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, and then you have to drive to Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, By the way, TripAdvisor says that the the number one most notable thing to see in Morgantown, West Virginia, is the stadium. So what? there's that. Maybe it's because a lot of people go into there to watch football games. I'm going to trust them. I want to go see the stadium. I want to see what it's like to have you know sixty thousand West Virginia fans in the stands. Uh, it'll be a great atmosphere because it's early November. It would be fun to go there at least once. Why not make it in the opening season? Go out to West Virginia. Of course, I could make an argument against that and say, maybe I had to wait a few years until BYU gets a little bit better. Uh, I could go see the Don Knotts statue in downtown West uh, downtown Morgantown. <laughs> Do you know who Don Knotts is? No. Former actor, was born in the town. He was on the Andy Griffith Show. Man, okay. I'm showing my age I know here. Who,
2: I know the Andy Griffith okay. Show.
1: He was yeah. He was Deputy Barney Fife. <laughs> So that's who Don Knotts is. I could see The Incredible Mr. Limpet. That's another movie that he was in. Uh, The Apple Dumpling Gang. I could go on and on about Don Knotts. Anyway, um, I'm not sure how much there is to do there except for seeing the statue in the stadium. I'm sure there is. but um, So maybe it's just a quick trip in and out unless I want to go to Washington, D.C. or maybe Pittsburgh. Uh, Famous people I could see there. The guy I'd like to see there, Jerry West a former basketball player at the University of West Virginia, grew up in West Virginia, became a Hall of Famer playing for the Los Angeles Lakers, and then became a GM for the Lakers and a GM for some other teams, too. So I'd love to see him. He's probably not going to be there for the West Virginia BYU football game. So maybe we can see former Cougars and Pittsburgh Steelers, Chris Hoke and Brett Kiesel at the game. That would be fun. Well, there you go. They they still live out in the Pittsburgh area, so I bet you, I bet you, they're going to come down to that game.
2: Love me some Brett Kiesel. Uh, you're all about the famous peeps, I'm coming to realize, I, I, and, and I, also and the th- actors specifically.
1: I, I'm trying to think of who famous would show up to these games, and maybe it'll like it would just be fun to wave at A them. A little more uh, incentive to go to the game. Exactly.
2: I want to know now what TripAdvisor says and their one thing in Provo is to do, and if it's the stadium, because then I'm going to have to eat my words <laughs> for laughing at West Virginia. For me, uh, $750, I picked Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy, it's 19th season's head coach, and he's just a legend, right? Like, the mullet. Absolutely. Why would you not pay $750 to just go see that alone? That's why I'm willing to
1: pay a little bit more, but go ahead, Lauren.
2: <laughs> You're willing to pay 1000 to my 750 Uh Last year, they started in the top 10 but finished 7-6. and six. Uh, So I think that team has a lot of potential. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm just praying, Cleon. As I look at the schedule, I'm like, oh, come on, BYU. Let's... uh. Let's win a few. Let's win a handful. I think I have reasonable expectations, but uh, I just want to win some games. All right. Very, the very last one. Which game did you spend $500 on? Kansas.
1: Okay. okay. Whatever. Uh, the only reason to go is because it's the first Big 12 game. That's it. That's
2: a great reason, that, That's
1: It's September 23rd, so that the weather should be nice. I would love to go there and tour... Fog Allen Fieldhouse to see where the basketball team, the BYU yeah. basketball team, will play in the future.
2: Yeah, you go to Kansas to see basketball. Uh,
1: on the other hand, I'd much rather spend my money to actually go to a BYU-Kansas game at Fog <laughs> Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, the one good thing, you get some Kansas City barbecue. Kansas City is probably where you're going to fly into. So you get some Kansas City barbecue. Maybe that's another in and out other than maybe you could see the Chiefs that weekend yeah. or maybe the Royals because it is September. So baseball still be go- going to be going on. Famous people who are going to be there, who are alums of the University of Kansas. Andy Reid, Don Johnson. Who did you say? I said Andy Reid. No, 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 no. Famous alums of the University of Kansas. Oh, of the University of
2: Kansas. My Uh, bad. Don
1: Johnson. Don Johnson. Yeah, you know, uh, Nash Bridges or Miami Vice fame. Rob Riggle, comedian, actor. Mm, Nope, nope. Nope. None of these guys. See, and now you're now now you know (laughs) why I'm only going to spend five hundred dollars to go to the University of Kansas.
2: (laughs) Rob Riggle. Well, I'm going to spend $500 on West Virginia because who doesn't want to go to Morgantown? Just kidding. I don't really. So that's oh why man, spent on $500. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to the home games. If we wanted to show off all that is good about BYU and the football team in the Big 12, which games do we want to take people to? And we're talking important people here, Cleon. What's going to be number one for you? Oh,
1: that's that's easy. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, this game will never happen again. They'll never come to Provo again. Uh, Should be a sellout in November. Something fun. uh, Plan that day. Besides being Senior Day, there's going to be some big things going on. The only bad is it's late in the year, and who knows how good either team will be. Maybe I'm looking a little bit more at BYU than Oklahoma, but yeah. But it's still going to be fun to have a powerhouse team at Edwards Stadium.
2: I agree. Oklahoma, number 1, November 18th. It's going to be Senior Day, which is going to make it extra special. Like you said, it could be probably the only opportunity for Oklahoma to ever come to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So despite what their records are, I think it's going to be awesome. They are one of the most winningest programs in the country. So absolutely Oklahoma number one. What's number two for you?
1: Uh, Cincinnati. It's a Friday night Mm. special. This game should also be a sellout because it's the first Big 12 game at home for BYU. Um, I think BYU is going to pull out all the stops to hype this game up since it is that first Big 12 game. Is, Is this the... New member of the new conference rival. I know that sounds weird, you know, since they're joining at the same time. I think I'd rather it be Houston. But, I mean, BYU yeah. has played Cincinnati mm-hmm. in the past. So, I think, I think this has everything in it to be a really good game. Could BYU be 2-0 and o after this game in the conference? So, it could be fun. It'd be fun to see how the fans react at the end of the game. But, I think more than anything, Friday night special.
2: Number two for me is Texas Tech, and here is why. I just kept thinking about Patrick Mahomes, who played at Texas Tech, and that Andy Reid connection. If they could make that happen and come to the game together, Ooh, right, yeah. make an appearance, wouldn't that be awesome? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I think, that, I think they have a pretty good relationship from what I've seen. I think they could make an appearance at that game. And if they did, I would love to host them to a nice... Sushi dinner. I don't know where they serve good sushi in Provo. <laughs> Andy Reid might, though, right? He might know where to get some. Is he
1: gonna get sushi or a burger? I'm yeah, thinking and I don't even like burger. sushi, so I
2: don't even know why I said sushi. I was just trying to think somewhere nice
1: where you could take people.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Texas Tech is gonna be a fun a fun game. I don't know much about them besides that Patrick Mahomes was their quarterback.
1: Texas Tech is my number three. I, I don't know. This is this is an interesting one for me because. Maybe both BYU and Texas Tech are still in the race for a conference title by October 21st. Maybe not. Uh, They're BYU's closest Big 12 neighbors, like distance wise. (laughs) Maybe there's something there. I mean, personally, I used to live in West Texas. I lived about two hours south of Lubbock. So maybe some people I know from West Texas would like to come to the game if, you know, if they're alums or they support, you know, the Red Raiders. It'd be kind of fun. Um, It'd be a miracle, but maybe both teams are undefeated or ranked coming into this game. That'd yeah. probably be the reason why I'd say, "Yeah, come to the BYU Texas Tech game." Either other than that, yeah, I'm not really too sure if that that that's definitely a a a solid number three for me.
2: Number three for me was Cincinnati. Uh, I do like the newcomer aspect. We're in this together. Started from the bottom. Now we're here, if you will. Are you Drake's giving me
1: in. wait? We're, we're all in this together. We're
2: all in this. There we go. Together. Thank a little you. Little High School Musical coming at you. Uh, I'd take them to Me Ranchito. I don't, I, for some reason, filling this out, I was like, I kept thinking food, baby. I'm hungry. Maybe I was hungry. <laughs> take them to Me Ranchito. They seem like a solid Me Ranchito team.
1: Uh, number four <laughs> is Iowa State, and it's got to be year four, too. Uh, November 11th uh, game. The only reason I'd say, yes, come to this game is because m- my birthday is November 13th. Hey, so come to this game and celebrate birthday. this game with me. Come watch it for my birthday. Uh <laughs> Beat the team that I mean, the only other thing that I'd really want to go is hey, why don't you come to this game with me? Uh, because this is the team that didn't want to let BYU into the Big 12 the first time. So <laughs> let's see if BYU can beat them. Uh, in reality, both teams could be out of the conference championship chase by this time of the year. So I'm not sure how hyped up I'm going to be to bring anyone to this game, other than maybe if you know some Iowa State fans and you can bring them in, you'd say, come look at our campus. Come look at how cool and pretty it is here. Wow, did you see those mountains? You aren't going to find those in Iowa.
2: Right, (laughs) that's right. Just the rolling hills. Iowa State might be the game the only game that's not sold out this coming year. Just kidding. I think it still will be uh, first year in the Big 12. They had great defense last year, not a lot of offense, um, but I'm looking forward to getting to know them more. They're the team I'm like, "Uh, okay, sure. I will stay. Basketball, different story. But football, football, uh, they're just whatever for me. Well, Cleon, now we know the opponents. Next thing we need to know is which players are going to be playing on the field in said games. It was National Letter of Intent signing day this week, and BYU picked up a few good ones. BYU signed most of their guys in December, but former Stanford commit LJ Martin from El Paso, Texas to the Cougars was a big one. Four-star guy, BYU needs running backs. Kalani said he's a beast. The guy breaks big-time runs, breaks tackles, makes cuts. He's physical, he's active, has great hips and vision, and he's got some speed, too. So everything that BYU's looking for, and with UNLV transfer Aiden Robbins coming in, I think BYU will fill a big gap in the running backs' room. Keaton Slavis is obviously very important, but you have to have a pass-run balance to be successful in the offense, so I'm super glad about those running back pickups. Cleon, which signee for you do you think is going to make the biggest difference in the Big 12?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. I think Keaton Slovis is probably your number 1. Uh, I, 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 granted, I know he didn't sign. I know he's a transfer, meaning he didn't sign on National Letter or Intent Signing Day. I'd probably say either Slovis or Aiden Robbins. Uh, they're on offense. Of course, if they play well, maybe that offensive line, the guys they got from the offensive line that transferred in, maybe they'd be good. Uh, on defense, I'd say Eddie Heckard, Weber State DB on defense. He was an All-American. Um He's going to get plenty of time playing uh, big time, tw- big time, Big 12 defenses. So that should be interesting. Uh, JC, one of the defen- defensive tackles from Snow College. So I'll go with David Latu. I think he's their big signing. Uh, freshman, just like you mentioned, probably LJ Martin. Um, there might be someone I'm missing, but I'd probably go with uh, LJ Martin. And then Grayshirt, Return Missionary. I'll go with Raider DeMooney. Uh, I think he's probably the biggest guy that's going to be coming back. Harold the DB out of Tempview High School. Uh, he might get some playing time early on. So those are my – I know that was a lot of – it's not just one. I know it's <laughs> – like, I wanted to, like, couch. Well, here's who I think in this uh, in this category, but those would be the guys I'd say.
2: We'll take all the Damoonies we can get. All right, up next, high school basketball star and men's golf walk-on Keanu Aquina tells us about why he chose golf over a basketball scholarship. This is Cougar Tailgate. Back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean alongside Cleon Wall. The men's golf team is beginning spring tournaments and Hawaii native Keanu Aquina is heating up as one of the top contenders for the Cougars. And he joins us now. Keanu, thank you so much for coming on with us.
0: Yeah, really appreciate it, guys. Glad to be here.
2: So you just have such an interesting background. Your dad and your grandpa and your uncle all played basketball in college. So growing up, did you want to play basketball in college? Was that the plan for you?
0: Yeah, it was for sure the plan. Um probably up until my senior year I thought I was going to be playing ball somewhere. What um f- my my brother actually ended up going. He's uh he plays for NYU out in New York. Mm-hmm. So I probably would have ended up there right with him.
1: When did you first start getting into golf? Was it a hobby or did you play competitively? When when did that start to appeal to you?
0: Um So we lived on a golf course. We lived in the condos at turtle bay. And I just, I think I was probably five when I started playing four or five. So I was really young and kind of played, um, started playing in some tournaments, the guys at turtle bay at the golf course really took care of me. They took me in. I didn't like, my dad has no idea how to golf. He's never finished nine holes in his life. And so those guys at the golf course were super nice. They taught me how to play, got me out on the course. And I played in some tournaments probably until I was 12. And at that point, I decided that I wanted to just focus on basketball.
2: That sounds like a dream. How cool is that? So you led the state in three-point field goals in 2016, speaking of basketball, in Hawaii, and 2017 in Utah. So many different colleges wanted you to come play basketball for them. Why did you choose to walk on to BYU's golf team rather than playing college basketball?
0: Yeah, so... Um, my high school coaches in Hawaii, uh, the Carvalios, they, when I played for them, cause I didn't actually play golf my freshman year of high school. I, I got on the team my sophomore year. Um, they had just started coaching and they had heard that I used to play and came and talked to me like, Hey, you should come try out. And I was like, ah, uh, I mean, I guess I could use a break from basketball. Um, so I went and played with them. And they're like, dude, you could play college. And I was like, no, like, there's no way. And they're like, no, like, just like, keep your keep your mind open, you know, and you might play college. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and didn't really become an option at all until my senior year when we moved here to Utah. I was playing with a couple of the guys that are on the team now uh, who are at Lone Peak, uh, Max Brenchley, Elijah Turner, and Coach Brockbank had been coming out every week, watching them, and he saw me shoot a couple good scores playing with them, and so started talking to him, um, and that's kind of what opened the door to golf. Uh, and then after basketball had ended my senior year, I didn't really get the kind of offers that I was hoping for. I had a couple good schools that I was planning on on going to, but. I mean, BYU had so many things that I wanted, especially my major that I'm in right now, entrepreneurship. There aren't very many schools that have an entrepreneurship program at all, yet alone the kind of great program that BYU has. So those were kind of all factors that weighed into the decision of choosing golf.
1: So, once Coach Brockbank comes and watches you play golf, is he like, "Yeah, come and walk on. I, I think we might have a spot for you or and, and did you have to like try out, or was it and what was your tryout like? I mean, was there any guarantees that you would actually make the golf team?
0: Yeah, it's pretty funny., uh, there was no guarantee. We were talking about it today with the boys um in the recovery tubs, but it was it was a tough process, not gonna lie. um coach, he did he did tell me like, hey, Um, I'm interested in in bringing you to BYU, but you're not a typical kind of recruit. You know, you only play golf two months out of the year. You don't have experience like these other kids have. Like, I'm willing to give you a shot, but it's not going to be easy is what he told me. And for me, that was enough. I said, you know, if you're if you're willing to give me a shot, then I'll take it. Um, So after I came home from my mission, he had me do the tryouts Um, and that was, that was kind of its whole thing on its own. Like, I just, I never knew if I was going to make it or not. Um, and I think that's kind of how coach wanted it. I think in the end it made me a a better player and a better person.
2: You obviously have a love for basketball and for golf. Has basketball helped you in any way to perform better, uh, in your golf game?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think for sure. Uh, I talk about it with one of my f- mission friends, Ty, a lot. And it's it's a really similar feeling when you're playing around a golf and you know you're either in contention to win or maybe to make the cut or to qualify for something. It's a really similar feeling coming down into the last 16, 17, and 18. You know, you get you get that pressure that starts to set in. Um you know, the putts start to feel a little bit longer, arms maybe get a little bit wiggly. It's the same thing that happens in basketball, uh, in the fourth quarter, two minutes left. And I think being in that situation, because I didn't I didn't have very many times growing up where I was in contention to win a tournament. But I had been in a lot of basketball games in the fourth quarter trying to win the game, and knowing that the ball is going to be coming to me for that last shot, I think. Mentally, that definitely transitions over to golf. Because it's the same feeling. I mean, in basketball, you're just way, way more tired because you're running. But mm-hmm. mentally, it's it's a really similar feeling.
2: Okay, you have a sister, Keani, who plays rugby for Harvard. We've already mentioned your brother who plays basketball for NYU. They are in Boston and New York, respectively. Are you ever jealous of them because you're in Provo? Or are you like, you should be jealous of me because I'm in Provo? <laughs> How do you oh, feel about be, that?
0: They should They should be jealous of me. <laughs> Sure. No, I Dang. think East Coast life is fun, but my family lives here in Utah now, so I'm a lot closer to them, which is really nice. And just I, I, I think there's great people everywhere, but the community over here in Provo is just a little bit different.
1: You also had the opportunity to play against Charlotte Hornets guard Lamelo Ball in high school. I think you scored. 34 points in that game do, do you ever just casually bring that up in conversation like yeah I, I scored against I scored 34 points against a guy who's in the Nba
0: right now actually every time I introduce myself i bring it up <laughs> no I, I don't know I I don't really like to talk about it that much because it was it feels like a long time ago but sometimes like my my friends or my roommates will bring it up and Someone's always got to pull up the video. So.
2: <laughs> I think that's so dang cool. I would bring it up every time you introduce yourself. We're talking to Keanu Aquina from the men's golf team. Keanu, thank you so much for taking the time with us today and good luck in your spring tournaments.
0: Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been fun.
2: And that does it for us today. Thanks again to men's golf's Keanu Aquina for coming on the show with us. You can join the Cougar Tailgate wherever you get your podcasts on Apple and Stitcher, Spotify, or on Radio.org. Hooger Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio.